Sacrifice Day to Moon, you already know who it is. It's Magda Dazirdi, aka the Unapologetic Nonconformist, with another episode on Unloaded and Uncovered. So we are here Thursday, yay, another week, another day. Man, June is, um, June's here. Father, Father's Day is on the way, which is crazy. Um, we are halfway through 2021, which is amazing. Um, because last year, everybody was stuck in the crib, so... Time really does fly. It, even though it's an illusion, it really, really, truly does fly. So here we are, another episode. And um, I did tell y'all, I am not on social right now. I'm taking a break, a social media break, which is much, much needed for me and my mental and my sanity. Um, but you can find me on my socials. Instagram at Haitian Sensation 13. Facebook, Magda Vizier. And you can also follow and like this page on Facebook, uh, Unloaded and Uncovered. So last week I talked about differences. Who is there a difference between the Haitian and African American culture, especially growing up? Um, <laughs> I did mention that. Haitian rice is definitely better than jollof rice, but you know, it is what it is. I said I'm biased, so it is what it is. Um, if you have not heard that episode, definitely go check that out. I just gave my diff- my perspective and how I viewed it. It's not based on everyone that I know perspective and, and things like that. So um, I'm definitely open to a more in depth dialogue. If uh, if anyone is interested, but I do need to find someone. I'm going to hit, hit up someone I know or some people I know so we can talk about if there are any differences and if there are similarities um, within each culture. But at the end of the day, you know, when we're on this soil, we're black. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, um, we just speak a different language. That's all I see. I see it as that. These black to speak a different language. Anyway, moving on. So last week, I wanted to talk about, for this episode, I want to talk about, uh, man, relationships. Like, it is very, very hard to find one, build one, and sustain one. Because a lot of people are ending up in situationships. A lot of people are ghosting folks. And things like that. So I just want to talk about that. I was watching Love Jones. Um, when that movie came out, I was like, what, nine? You know, I didn't understand that. Um, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> it was just a movie with adults. Excuse me, doing adult, adult things. So last weekend, I was like, you know what? Netflix suggested it. So I'm like, shoot, let me watch it. Um, I watched it. The same exact stuff that was going on in Love Jones. The same exact stuff that's happening right now. It's like people are very scared to be vulnerable with each other and to be open with each other and things like that. Um, in the past episodes that I have put up, um, 
being accountable with yourself. I mentioned some of our relationships, six years single, and I'm enjoying it. I definitely mentioned about relationships and me being single. But for some reason or another, relationships just keep popping up for me. I don't know what the hell it is or what it is, but I'm just going to talk about it because it seems like it does not. It's it, it seems like it's not talked about. It's talked about enough, but it's not talked about in a sense where, um, you know, a lot of people are not open about it. People have so many misconstrued um, understandings about relationships and things like that. And I truly believe that every relationship is based on the two people that are in it. It's based on, you know, what you make it. And But for me, the core core understandings for me in any relationship in any relationship I believe whether it's platonic or romantic um you got to work for it you just got to work for it and then when I watched Love Jones I was just was like sitting there I'm like so y'all just couldn't just tell each other that you like each other you love each other you just wanted it to be you, it's like the games the games that were being played throughout the entire 1 hour movie I'm like why are y'all playing games when y'all feeling each other and y'all like each other? I don't see a problem or I don't see an issue with telling someone like, hey, you know what? I like you. I'm feeling you. I really want to build with you. I really want to see where this goes. Um, I truly believe in saying what you want and meaning it uh, because you never know who could be feeling it. You understand what I'm saying? So you could be feeling somebody really like them, you know, you vibing with them, the chemistry is there and um, you're sexually attracted to them. And they're, you know, they're mentally stimulating you and all they check off all the goddamn uh, every little whatever you have on your list, they check it off every box on your list, they check it off. And it's as if uh, fair warning, I don't, don't want to say for fair warning, but I do understand rejection and no one likes no one wants to be rejected and no one likes to be rejected however if this person if you're vibing with them and and you know you like them and you you want to grow with them and you want to build with them i see nothing wrong stating that you want them and you're interested in them and that you're real willing to work with them um to build a beautiful life together will there be ups and downs absolutely (laughs) any relationship that you have will have ups and downs whether it's platonic or romantic but it was just the game playing for me you understand what i'm saying like they both liked each other they both fell in love with each other it was just a back and forth. Maybe timing wasn't right. You know, if you haven't seen the movie, I, I would suggest you go watch it. But maybe the timing wasn't right. Maybe it, it had to play out the way that it did. But for me, as a very bold and straightforward person, if I'm feeling you, why is it that I have to do all this extra stuff to make you want to you know, chase me or be interested in me and things like that. Now, I understand how the male and female species work, okay? I get that. I was even told by a male friend, a male friend not to chase a man because it just devalues me as a woman. Fair enough. I get it. However, um, 
watching the documentary Black Love and stuff like that, there were women on there that shot their shot and got the man that they wanted. Okay, so it's just like being a woman in this day and age, you know, with this whole traditional, modern, whatever the case may be, um, what all the stuff that's out there in regards to how women should be, how women should act and things like that. It's like, well, why can't she just be her through and through and just allow life to happen and allow the person that she's supposed to be with just to come to her and build with her and things like that. That's that's how I see it. And if she is interested in someone, I don't see a problem with her showing her interest in, in that in that man. Um, yeah, it might take away from that man if he feels that way. However, I don't see her expressing herself as a woman, um, standing in her, in her femininity and just saying, you know what, um, you're worth me working for, you're worth me getting to know, you're worth me understanding and loving and building and all these other great things with, I think I want that with you. I'm not saying she's saying, hey, you pick me, pick me, pick me. That's not what I'm saying. But I think it's respectable and admirable for a woman to recognize a man who is worth the work and worth knowing that um, she could build with him. Because this whole thing about, oh, what do you bring to the table? First of all, I, me, am going to cut that out of my uh my colloquialism and my vocabulary i'm going to ask you are you bringing the cement or the bricks to build this foundation because one you don't have time two i don't have time then we could talk about buying a table and putting it into the house that we have built together forget this imaginary table that no one even knows about that just heard from somebody else that said something that heard it from somebody else, that heard it from somebody else, that kept asking individuals what they bring into the table. No, bro, what you bring in to this land that we just bought, you bring in the cement, you bring in the bricks, you bring in the uh, the contractor, you bring in the architect. Like, what you, you gonna, what are you bringing? So that way, if you bring this, I could bring the other stuff. Because I'm not going to sit here and just be like, okay, well, the table's here. This is what I bring. This and the third. Ain't no table. We going to buy the table together and put it in the crib. I need to know if you are able to weather the storm and weather um, anything positive or negative. So that we can build whatever it is uh, that we want. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I think people need to have these candid conversations when it comes to dating and when it comes to getting to know people there's nothing wrong with asking questions nothing like nothing at all and nobody on this damn planet wants to be lonely they don't want to die alone i personally don't want to die alone i don't want to be lonely um i'm admitting it i don't give a shit if you guys think that oh my do you just talking just to talk No, no 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 i don't want to be alone I want to live a life with someone who um, wants to work at the relationship, who wants to be a friend to myself and to himself, and who wants to 
go through life um, watching me become a better person and a better woman and me watching him become a better person and a better man. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what I want. Excuse me. That's what I want. Um, it doesn't, if, it, if that's not what you want, by all means, you know what I'm saying? Do you. However, um, Love Jones made me realize, like, there's no need to play games to get what you want. There's no need to be ashamed and to be um, to be ashamed about being vulnerable and, and opening up. Because if when you do, when you are vulnerable, when you do open up, that's when you get what you want and what you are looking for in your husband, wife, life partner, mate, whatever you want to call them. That's what you that's what you get. And how that happens and how that starts is you being open and vulnerable with yourself. Again, the episode that I talked about, I think it's probably four or five. Be accountable with yourself. You have to be open and honest with yourself about the things that you want in order to get the things that you really need and want in your life. You got to be open with that with yourself. So if you want someone who's loving, supportive, kind, all those great attributes, have all those great attributes and values and morals, you have to have the same values and attributes and morals. People have to see that in you in order for you to get that. You have to see it and other people have to notice it. So once you start putting that out there, you will get that law of attraction. Period. In the movie, not so much. But however, in reality, you have to constantly say and constantly do and be what you want. I even talked about that in an episode about change, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, this is it's just coming full circle for me. Like everything that I've talked about is coming full circle. It might sound redundant, but let me tell you something. This is my journey, okay? You can turn this off at any time you want to. Any fucking time you want to, you can keep it moving. I don't really care. But this is my personal journey that I'm expressing. These are my thoughts and my my emotions and my feelings and the things like that. And I'm sitting here in this dark room. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say this is my bedroom voice. However, um... That movie just made me realize that that a lot of the things that are hap- that had happened in that movie happens today. You know, circle of life. You know what I'm saying? And especially within the black community, we don't talk about this enough. We don't talk about um, being able to be open with this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like... Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to be acknowledged, supported, um, uh, valued. You know, everyone deserves all of that. But it's so much trauma. It's so much generational curses that has happened within the black community that it's very, very hard to... um, do all the things that we need to do in order to attain the things that we want 
And if we would just stop pointing the fingers at each other, if black men would stop pointing fingers at black women, black women would stop pointing fingers at black men, and black women being accountable for the bullshit that they be putting black men through, and black men being accountable for the bullshit that they're putting black women through, honestly, we would get very, very far. If we have these candid conversations and we sit down and we talk about this stuff, and we listen to understand versus listen to reply. I believe we will go a very, very long, long, long way. We do have a very long way to get to that. But if more and more of us have these candid conversations, if more and more of us stop judging each other based off of decisions that we make, based off of how we love each other, based off of how we love ourselves, Things will definitely change and they will definitely have a positive impact on us because we we're like within the black community, the black family is like so broken. Oh, my gosh, it's 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 ridiculous. It's honestly ridiculous. And then these children are picking up the bullshit that we are spewing out and that we are doing and that we are showing them. And then they're confused as to how to have relationships authentic and loving and and nurturing and and uh, blossoming relationships with each other because they see us doing the same crap that we saw our parents doing and cycle continues and i'm not on that wave i'm sorry but i'm not on that wave i'm not gonna continue this is why i, I this is why i held out on children for the longest because i knew deep down inside i was not gonna bring another human being into some crap that my parents have shown me and their parents have shown them and all this. I was not going to bring a child, another human being into a broken cycle of, of, of trauma, of generational curses, of not being able to communicate and not being able to love, not being able to set healthy boundaries. I was not going to bring another human being into that crap. And I've told guys that I've dated or, uh, or ended up in a relationship like no I'm not I'm not doing that I'm not gonna bring another person to deal with the shit that I had to deal with that's generational trauma I I was not going to allow what fucked me up to fuck somebody else up that I carried for nine months and that I was going to give birth to and that I was going to love on there was no way in hell I was going to do that I made sure of that because I had to fix it first. I had to fix it first and remove it from myself and from my womb so that when I do decide to have children, it doesn't affect that child as much. And that's what I'm talking about when you got to do the work, where you got to be accountable with yourself. You got to change the ways, your ways and your thinking when you have to learn to unlearn while relearning do you see the pattern that i just did with these episodes on my podcast y'all a lot of the things like people talk about this they have they bring experts and they bring their friends and things like that but i'm telling you from a standpoint from my own standpoint my own personal experiences from my journey the things that I went through the, for the past 33 years of on this earth. That the shit has got to stop with us 
It has to stop with us and it has to start with us. It stops and starts with us. If we don't learn to stop it and start it over on a clean slate, when are we going to learn it? So many other communities are advancing. So many other communities have um, are um, building families and things like that. They're going through, they still go through the BS that we go through when it comes to relationships and money and things like that. But I'm just saying they're actually sitting down and having these conversations and working through their relationships. They're not giving up simply because one person didn't like the fact that the other person bought low fat milk and then didn't put the top back on and they just like, oh, I can't do it. Or simply because this person has too much debt and blah, blah, blah. I can understand that those type of things have, um, has its, uh, <laughs> effect on relationships. You know what I'm saying? I get that. But if you are willing to put in the work with that person, if you can see past all of the things that can make you go, mm, that's a red flag. I mean, okay, let me say this. Never ignore red flags. I'm, I'm, I want to say this loud and clear. Never ignore red flags. But if there are baggages that they have that you can deal with, why not just deal with them? Why not help them unload it? See if there's something deeper that you might need to understand or they might need to fix. I don't see anything wrong with supporting someone that you're interested in and for them to go to therapy to fix that issue. I'm not saying, you know, jump into bed with them and they'd be like, okay, let's go to therapy. No, if you can see that that person is willing to change and willing to fix whatever that they, whatever it is that they need to fix in order to better themselves and to better their situation. And, you know, you're like, okay, okay, I can see this. I can see them growing. I can see them, you know, taking the initiative to do what they need to do. Why not work with them at it? Why not be supportive? We all we all grow at different rates, different time. Time is an illusion, yes. But we also have to allow the person that we are willing to go to bat for, we are willing to grow with, and we are willing willing to build with to grow at their own rate and at their own time. Just like they should be allowing they should that's just like they should be open to allowing you to do the same. And with that movie, it was like they both wanted, they both wanted the same thing, but they both wanted the other person to recognize what each other wanted without communicating properly and effectively. And a lot of times... People's relationship falls short of fall at bay due to lack of communication and due to them not being able to communicate effectively and have and be emotionally mature in their communication. Because I'm sure of it. If you think about it, I'm sure you probably had a couple of relationships where if you guys had communicated better, you would still be together. I know I've had relationships and situationships where if I if we both have communicated better and were emotionally mature, probably would have still been together. 
There's like at least, honestly, there's at least two relationships I know I could have still been in them. If I not not simultaneously, guys. Okay, let's let's make that very clear. <laughs> so two of them. If if we had learned how to communicate communicate better and were emotionally mature, probably would have been. I probably still would have been in one or the other. One of them, at least one of them. But I didn't know. They didn't know. And so I'm saying, um, would I go back to him? I don't backtrack. Um, I move forward. Always forward, never back. Because here's the thing. People always, you know, I've read about people going back to their exes and, oh, people change, people change. Yes, people change. But you're still you. You're still you. You can change for the better, but at the core, you're still you. So even though um, if any of my exes have heard my episodes or heard my podcast or follow me or whatever the case may be, even though I am I am changing, I'm still magda at the core. I'm not saying that um, I am, you know, I, I would disregard them or be rude to them or anything like that or the way I was in relationship. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying there's still, still a little part of you that doesn't fully 100% change. Like you're changing, but you're still true to who you are. That's what I mean. So, I don't know if I could ever go. I tried it once. Let me say this. I did try it once. And Buddy played the hell out of me. Like, when I say he played me, he played me. But it's okay. You know, things happen, stuff happens. Um, but, you know, I couldn't go back to an ex. However, um, the movie made me realize that um, in order for me to. It made me realize that anything that I want, any type of relationship that I want, whether it be platonic or romantic, I have to work for it. I have to work for it, I have to work on it, and I have to work in it. A lot of people don't work in their relationships. They just don't. They work outside of it. They go and tell other people, ask people for advice, unsolicited advice. They ask their bitter friends or, you know, about bitter single friends about um, what they should do in their relationship, you know, things like that. No. They what they should be doing is if they do work outside of their relationship is seek professional help or talk to those that have been in, you know, have been married for over 10, 20 years, because those type of people have the wisdom um, that they are seeking. And, you know, they're also growing as well within their marriages and relationships. 
but a lot of people don't work on their relationships and I need people to work I'm sorry not work on but work in their relationships because you have to work with that person in order for that relationship to thrive and grow there will be uncomfortable conversations there will be uncomfortable moments but it has to be done and I'm also I'm also the type of person where I, I truly believe that men are worthy to work for. You know what I'm saying? In your relationship. Like, it's not all about just the woman being happy. Like, this whole happy wife, happy life bullshit. What? No, it's happy house, happy spouse. Like, what? what who created this happy wife, happy life nonsense? Like, who, who made that? So the men are just excluded? Like, once you get the ring, ladies, you're just like, okay, all right, I got the ring on. I got to do much now because I'm married. Absolutely not. You still have to make sure you're happy. Make sure he's happy. And if he isn't happy, help him become happy. I'm not saying give up your happiness 100%. Help him find ways for him to be happy help him if support him if he needs to go to therapy see if you can get his male friends to help him you know go out and do things like that have him hang out with his male friends and things like that get down to the root of the problems to why he's not happy have those uncomfortable conversations because that's the only way relationships are actually going to work if you if you continue to have these conversations With your spouse, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, life partner, whatever you want to call it, whatever label or term you want to call it. Because there's no way that happy life, happy wife, happy life. What? So he's not included? He wasn't standing at the altar waiting on you in your white dress? (laughs) You ain't getting no younger. You might as well do it. Is that, that's what that is? So since he was just, he's just not included. You're just happy wife, happy life. No. Happy house, happy spouse. Be his peace. Bro, be her peace. Both of y'all need to be each other's peace. One can't be the other's peace for just one. It just doesn't work that way. The both of you have to submit to each other. Like, I, I, me personally, I, I don't believe in the basic instructions before leaving Earth book, a.k.a. the Bible. Um, I will say this. I do have two Bible verses tatted on myself. Jeremiah 29, 11 is on my left wrist. And then I have a Bible verse that I remixed, but I didn't necessarily quote it. It, is, it doesn't have a, the, the book and verse and chapter on it because I, I, um, I remixed it to my liking, um, However, I do believe that submission goes both ways. And I truly, truly, I do believe that. I believe that a woman should submit to her, a wife should submit to her husband, and a husband should submit to his wife, period. Um, that's just me. And I do believe men are, are worthy to work for. They are. They like to get spoiled. They, they like, you know, they like gifts. <laughs> they like the things that we like, some of them. If they don't know about spa dates and the exfoliation and things like that and self-care, and you introduce it to them, best believe they're going to be 
hey, babe, that thing you did, that roller thing, thing on, you know, that roller that you be using on your face, hey, where that's at? I want to use it on mine. Or can you help me exfoliate? Or can you help me do this? Can you help me that? A lot of men don't know this stuff. But if you introduce it to them, well, best believe that some of them going to like them. Some of them will like it. Men want to be just as spoiled as they spoil us. Believe me. They do. They like the attention. They like the love too. Don't get don't let them fool you, ladies. They they like it just as much as we do. And they're human. And there's nothing wrong with spoiling your man and working for the man that you want. Nothing wrong with that. It doesn't take away from you as a woman. It doesn't take away from him as a man. It just shows that you are just as interested in him as he is in you. You are just as willing to give as much as you, as much as he's giving to you. The give and the take is equal. The reciprocity is equal. It is okay to spoil your man and it's okay to work for the man that you really want. As long as he's doing it too. Y'all just. Please. Moving forward in your life. Say what you want. Mean what you say. If you want that person. Say it. You mean it. Say it. That's it. That's all. It's really. It's not hard. But it is hard. And I can understand why it is hard. But if we honestly just put this, put the phone down, get off social media, stop listening to other people and just do what's best for us in our relationships, I think we will go far. And have these candid conversations without judging and just being open and vulnerable with each other and and communicating effectively and having and being emotionally emotionally mature about this stuff, man. And stop asking what the fuck we bring into this table that nobody knows about. Just bring your bricks, bring the cement, and let's build this foundation. We'll go far. Alright, I'm done talking. It's the end. Um, thank you all for tuning in and listening and sharing this. Again, this is me, Magda Desir, a.k.a. The Unapologetic Nonconformist, with another episode of Unloaded and Uncovered. Uh, find me on my socials at Haitian Sensation 13 on Instagram, Magda Desir on Facebook. Follow and like this page on Facebook, Unloaded and Uncovered. Again, I am not on social right now. I'm not active. The only thing that I will be doing is posting these um these episodes so I will when I return to social I will gladly respond to your comments DMs if you send them or anything like that so bear with me just catch another episode of Unloaded and Uncovered next week Thursday I love you all thank you so much this podcast is not for me it's for you Every Napali. Now we until next time.